0: Hey, Pastor John Aiken here. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Faith Center podcast. We hope today's teaching will awaken and equip you to live out your God-given purpose. Enjoy. Hey guys, um, 10 at 10 this week, Pastor John here. It's an exciting week. Uh, We're actually down in Nashville. Sophie Harlan is, uh, Sophie and Andrew are expecting a new arrival. Their first child, Um, Isla, is, uh, Sophie is now in labor. And so be praying for her. We're uh, excited for them and excited uh, to get to meet Isla, I-S-L-A, Uh, Isla is um, excited to meet her. And so just be praying for Sophie and Andrew. Um, They're real excited. Everything's going great. And um, she's in labor as we speak. And so we're very excited about that. Hopefully you're having a great day. And um, we're going to get into the word here in just a minute. We're going to be in Deuteronomy chapter 8. And I don't know if we got time. I might flip over to Deuteronomy 17 to... But uh, I want to just um, encourage you and speak to you here in just a minute from the Word, and I want to remind you, you know, you got to you got to keep focus, y'all, in this time. You got to keep focus. That's why we got to be in the Word. We got to be people of God's Word, and we got to grow in the Word and be focused on the Word. Have ears to hear, have hearts to uh, obey, and and let Him lead us. Matter of fact. Uh Last night at the prayer service, we have a, a time of prayer every Tuesday night at six 30 at church, and we pray for an hour and um, and he just was reminding me of some stuff and, and speaking to me, and I'm so thankful that we have a God who he's not mute, he speaks and um and so make it a priority i'm telling you to change your life whatever pressures you have today uh make it a priority to make time to seek the lord and to listen to have a listening heart what the, what we teach in uh, you know about a Shema heart a hearing heart a listening heart to to hear understand and and obey and, um, and man, I'm also really excited about Sunday. We'll be teaching part three of the blessing of the Lord. And I'm really excited about that. So I want you to come out and be a part of those things. And so let's just do this. Let's jump into Deuteronomy chapter eight. I'm going to put 10 minutes on the clock and uh, we're going to pray and get started. Father, uh, help us, Lord, open up our eyes and our ears uh, and Lord, help uh, Sophie and help Andrew and we pray a quick and good delivery God. And uh and we pray that just not only you prepare Sophie and Andrew, but you prepare uh Isla and prepare all of us. And Father, we just we just thank you for your blessing. And I pray that you help us understand your word today in Jesus name. Amen. So Deuteronomy 8 is an amazing chapter. I mean, you need to like read it over and over and over. I'm not going to have time to read the whole thing, but this is all about taking possession. And, and I told you a couple of weeks ago, God was speaking to me about taking possession. It's kind of what the blessing of the Lord is all about. It's not about trying to get something that God doesn't want us to, to have. It's the one who invites us to take possession of the promised land. He also empowers us He empowers us, so he invites us and calls us to to the promises that he has for us, but he also empowers us. And I wanna talk today about how he empowers you. He's given you empowerment. I know you've got problems and you got situations, you got distractions, you got pain, you got all kinds of different things. In this world, we got trouble. In this world, we got all kinds of stuff competing for our focus, but I wanna just remind you today Um, that the Lord's invited you and he empowers you to take possession of all that he has promised you. So let's just look at Deuteronomy chapter eight. We'll do a one, two, skip a few through here, starting in verse one. Every commandment which I command you today, you must be careful to observe that you might live and multiply. So notice the two dimensions here. If, if every command, meaning nothing is meaningless, nothing is void, when, when we live by God's word and, and we live by people who have hearts to hear the Lord, every word matters. And so as we live by his word today, and it's not tomorrow, it's not I'm going to live by God's word tomorrow. And it's not, well, I live by God's word yesterday. Well, it doesn't matter. It's today. Today is the day. And so today, if you obey his commands and you obey his word, what happens is you can live, that's like one dimension, and then multiply. You can live and multiply. You don't want to multiply death, you want to multiply life. Some of us, that's the problem that we have is we're multiplying and reproducing death and ignorance, but we we need to live and then multiply, And so I love how it starts with be faithful with the few. He'll make you ruler over many. That's what it means to take possession. So that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers. You know, there are promises left unclaimed, unrealized in your life. Now, because of your faith in Jesus, he's given you the blessing. He's made his promises to you. Uh, Second Corinthians chapter, chapter one, verse 20 says, all the promises of God are in Christ are yes and amen. But to we've got to possess those promises. We, we have been blessed with every spiritual blessing. We have the promises of God, but as we steward those promises and, and partner with those promises, we actually take possession in our life and those promises uh, are... Come out of seed form and into harvest form in our life, and we experience the blessing of the Lord see it in all of us in our past lives, you know before we knew christ we were we were born in sin, and we when we partnered with that and obeyed sinful desires or lies or lust or whatever, then we experienced the sin that we that we had we possessed it, and sin became part of our experience uh, not not just you know something that was dormant inside of us, and so same thing with righteousness and same thing with the the life of God inside of us that we we can have it, but then we got to have it, so we have the promises of God, we have all the potential we have we have the green light we have. We have been given all the spiritual blessings in Christ Jesus, but obedience unlocks the life. Obedience obedience unlocks the blessing. We partner with him so where we begin to experience the life that he has for us, and that means we take possession. You know, we take possession. We make decisions That agree with God's word. So if there's any area of your life where you're making decisions out of impulses or out of fear or out of frustration or because somebody else is treating you this way, you got to stop all that. You got to stop all that and you got to begin to make decisions that agree with God's word, with your heart submitted to God's word. And so he goes in verse two and talks about, remember that the Lord your God led you all these 40 years to humble you and And then it goes in to say he fed you with manna to teach you that man doesn't live by bread alone, but lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. I, I love that. Jesus quoted that when he was in the wilderness. But skip down to verse seven. Verse seven says, for the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land, a land of brooks and of water, of fountains and springs, That flow out of the valleys and the hills. Look at all the descriptions. I don't have time to unpack all the descriptions, but that is that is talking about the different dimensions of the promised land and the promised land. um, Even though there are certain aspects of the promised land uh, made to the children of Abraham uh, and, and that are physical and have certain aspects that are specific uh, uh, to the descendants of Abraham. When we are in Christ, the promises made to Abraham were made to Christ. And since we, you and I are in Christ, those promises are made to us. So it's, it's, we have a promised land, but we also have a promised life. The promised land represents the promised life. It doesn't represent heaven. It represents you living heaven on earth. Um, in this season of our life. And it talks about these dimensions, brooks and fountains and springs that flow out of valleys and hills. I love that because what it means is living water living water, and heavenly resource will flow from the high places and the low places. When I'm walking on the mountaintop and when I'm walking through a valley, God's got a spring and, and when the spring doesn't produce, he's got brooks. And when the brooks doesn't produce, he's got fountains. He's got all kinds of aspects where his flow will come into that promised land and that promised life a land of wheat and of barley and of vines and of fig trees and pomegranates a land flowing with olive oil and honey a land in which you can eat bread without scarcity in which you will lack nothing the lord is my shepherd i shall not lack a land whose stones are iron and and of copper whose hills you can dig copper So there's resources all in this land that you got to dig. You got to dig into it and you got to take possession of it. But there's resources all in this land. And and so when you are eaten and are full, uh, uh, then you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land he's given you. And it goes on in verse 11 all the way down. Do not forget, meaning when you're in your big houses with beautiful th- filled with beautiful things and your beautiful houses, when you're walking in the blessing of the Lord, don't forget the Lord. And don't forget why he brought you there. And don't forget what he brought you there to do. And so skip all the way down to verse 18. And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power. Power. He gives you power to get wealth that he may establish his covenant, which he swore to his fathers uh, to this day. So he doesn't give you wealth, he gives you the capacity, the ability, the empowerment to begin to possess the promises of God, to begin to walk in in increase with with the fountains and the springs and the, the wheat and the barley and the pomegranates and the figs to where you lack nothing in the high places and the low places and you can dig copper out of the hills and re... Uh, really receive the resources of the land because he's given you the capacity. He's given you the power. So I would encourage you all the rest of this week, begin to pray, Lord, what power have you given me? What ability, what capacity have you given me that if I yield it to you and do it for your glory, you're empowering me not just to get stuff and to have stuff, but you're empowering me to Be blessed to be a blessing to other people. That prosperity has the purpose of kingdom generosity. And so I'm not getting stuff for me. I'm I'm receiving of the Lord to overflow into other people and help them see. uh, There goes my timer to help them see not just that the Lord wants to give them things, but he's given you power. He gives you power. He's invited you to to really spread the wings he's given you and see all the power, use and utilize all the power, the creative capacity and ability that God has given you as a steward so that he can use you as a distributor for his covenant. All for the kingdom, all for Christ. Not for you, not for me. It's not selfish. It's kingdom. But I want to, I don't know about you, but... I just want to challenge you to to, what I'm doing. Lord, all the power that you've given me, all the capacity that you've given me in Christ, in in the church, in the marketplace, in, in everywhere, in our families, everywhere, I want all of your ability in me, operating in all eight cylinders, because I don't want to forget, it's you who've given me this. You've given me this ability to increase and to prosper so that your covenant can be established. The one who invited you has empowered you and you have a God-given ability, a God-given capacity. And I just pray in Jesus' name, all week, Holy Spirit, help them to seek and to know, to live by every word that proceeds out of your mouth and that the capacity of your spirit and your ability in them, in all of us, would be developed to its full potential that we would be stewards and distributors of all the good things that you have for us, that you would move and and love and lead through us to overflow into others so that your covenant may be established in Jesus' name. You guys be blessed. Keep praying for Sophie and Andrew and Isla and we'll see you Sunday. Thanks again for listening to the Faith Center Podcast. To connect with us, go to faithcenter.tv and fill out our connection card. We pray blessings over you and your family. We'll see you next time.